Welcome to Closers Over Coffee. I'm your host, Tommy Jacobs. We're podcasting worldwide from WPWK Studios at the Clips headquarters in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm-mm. And this time we're actually in the studio together, aren't we, Matt? Yes, it's been a bit, but we are here together. <laughs> The purpose and the goal of the podcast is to create open dialogue and, you know, just really talk about, uh, you know, our life lessons and, uh, you know, what we're going through, what we're seeing, and uh, provide positive and thoughtful discussion for all of you. Awesome. And I do have one comment uh, from that's not positive or thoughtful. The uh, It snowed here today, so it is not beautiful, <sighs> Indianapolis. I know, man. I, I, we were on a run for like the first 10 where it was beautiful. It was beautiful we were talking right? about. Yep. Now the last several. It's What's weird is like a month ago, we said almost the same thing. It was beautiful like the couple days prior, 60, sunny. Right. We wake up this morning, there's snows on the Snow ground, on the, the ground. Rough, and it's freezing, you know? In April. But you know what? We're going to make the best of it because I heard it's going to be 80 degrees by Sunday. Is that unbelievable? It's so strange. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, and the other thing is, this is episode number 14. Fantastic. We've made it to 14. And before we get into today's topics, uh, you know, there's a segment uh, that we like to call On My Mind. And today, I like to talk about obstacles. You know, it's uh, it's crazy. So our last, you know, uh, podcast, we discussed that there was a baby coming. Guess what? The baby is here, and he's definitely not an obstacle, but what is an obstacle is sleep. Um, so uh, you got to find your times, and you, you sleep hard for, for bits of time, and uh, th- those are uh, those are interesting times because you, uh, you're asleep, and then you're worried, did I feed him? Does he need this? Does he need that? Uh, but it's interesting. So we got the baby now, Matt. We, wow. We are, Congratulations. Griffin, Griffin, Paul Jacobs. So it's it's awesome. Um you know, and then I, I was thinking, you know, we've got, you know, last week I had a lot happen. I had one of my closest reps have to resign uh, due to uh, some family health issues that are very serious. I mean, for someone that has been loving doing what they've done for all these years, um, I think he worked for me uh, more than more time than I was at. I've been here 16 years this year, and he's he'd been helping with clips for 17 years. So. Wow. Uh, to, for him to do that, I know it was something close to his heart, one of the most difficult decisions he had to make. But you got to be there for uh, for the people that need you most. Right, and, your family. Uh, and, uh, you know, I always say, you know, family first. You know, it's family first. And so I'm, I'm happy that he made that decision. But it's sad at the same time, you know, because uh, it's been a huge part of what we're doing. Uh, so, you know, that's been a, a, I would call that a huge obstacle because now you got to figure out what, what you do going forward. And the, the thankful part of it is I got some great people. Right. And uh, right. it's just time to step up. And uh, I don't think he's going away completely like he thought, but I think that it's going to be at a different level and uh, on the time that he's allowed for him during uh, such a difficult time. So uh, at least that's going to be, uh, that's an obstacle right now, Matt, that I'm definitely dealing with. Uh, you know, our CEO, you know, he's been here 30 years, and uh, he is making a life change to uh, move down to Florida. It's a big one. Uh, um, it's a big deal. You know, he's been uh, been around a long time here, and, you know, it's, uh, for me, 16 years of working closely with him here, and now, you know, he's going to be a bit more remote. Uh, the good news is he's going to be, I think, uh, at the world headquarters now. Right. And right. I think there could be a lot of positives about that, but... You know, when you're used to how you've been working with someone for so long and watching them uh, depart is 
you have mixed feelings about it. Uh, for but, sure. But I also see for for a lot of people, you know, a chance to step up and and uh, you know make sure that uh, we're keeping this office and where we're going uh, here locally uh, uh, a, gr- a good direction. Um, so that's uh, you know that's you know you've been here a long time, Matt. Oh yeah, man. You know it's interesting. I was thinking about that. Um, you know it's been almost thirty years for me, and so walking into this building and seeing him seeing Paul every day um, that's going to be a big change to not have that or to not have the CEO just down the hall if you have a question or you want to come down and just hang out by the office door and maybe pop in and say hi or see how things are going or get the lay of the land so you know I I feel like for the last 25-30 years we've been really lucky to be that close to to senior management of uh, the organization but yeah that's going to be a big miss you know um, and then having having the rep leave as well that's a huge uh, going to leave a huge hole. Um, but I will say, I want to go back to the baby thing, because to me, <laughs> that's the, that's a life change that, that you'll never go back. Everything else from what happened before uh, this point is different than everything after this point. So I'm glad you're getting a little bit of sleep. I'm yeah. glad you're, uh, you're getting some rest. Um, how's Charles taking the baby? It, it's been interesting. So when he first came in, uh, Charles looked at Griffin and uh, told us all done, meaning cute that there's this baby here that you both are holding and I see you with and now uh, all done he can he can go uh, and that was for about a week we're done and, with that and now we had to keep saying no 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 brother <laughs> keep it now he's now he's you know he'll go up he'll kiss him on the you know on his forehead and he'll maybe grab his head with his hand lightly he knows yeah. to be gentle it's amazing we're a month in now and I think he's he's really coming into you know, being a big brother, and he's he'll, he'll tell him that's all right. You know, it's all right when Griffin's crying, oh, yeah. and yeah. Um, so it's cool, man. It's uh, <laughs> the first couple of weeks where <laughs> he was all done. He said, "All done." Man. Oh, I love all that. Done. That's hilarious. All done. You, he can go now. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. It was kind of cute for a second. Uh, you can come and play with me, Dale. Let's go play. I love it. I love it. What's What's great about that too is as they grow up, you know, you you basically have created a playmate playmate for him um, to be able to to do stuff. I remember growing up. I a, a younger brother that I was close to as well, and I thought when my parents brought him home from the hospital that he was for me. I thought, well, you guys went out and you got this thing and you brought him back, and now we're going to have all kinds of fun, but I had to wait for him to grow up a little bit, <laughs> be able to say some words and that kind of stuff, but uh, yeah, I think uh, Charles will really appreciate having a little brother around, you know? What a cool thing to, for those guys to get into their uh, get up to their own adventures. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, they're going to you know, be each other's best friend, you know? It's awesome to see, and uh, what's scary is, you know, it's a month in, and I'm watching how long, you know, Griffin's starting to get length to him, and we just had this one-month checkup, and where Charles was always, like, you know, 90 percentile in weight and 25 percentile in height, <laughs> Griffin's 50-50 in both, you know, so he's got a little more length to him, and so it's it's interesting how, you know, they're just... You know, they have so many similarities, but also so many differences that you look at and you're oh, like, yeah. wow, you know, you made this. You know, this is what you've brought into the world. and It'll pop out at some point. The, the differences and the similarities will become crystal clear at some point. But it sounds to me like you got you started off with a guard and then you got a forward, and you're, maybe the next one will be a center. Are you guys having any more? I think, I think Matt, that this you could call this one. Uh, I think this one is all done, and Charles's, and Charles's words were all done. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, it was... It's it's been uh, 
it's been awesome. You know, I was a bit nervous uh, going into uh, the whole last week, knowing yep. that you know now there's going to be these changes. But uh, you know, I sit here now and it's it's awesome. And what's great is I know that you know we have some uh, fellow coworkers that are. Uh, expecting now uh, more than you know they're now they're second and yep. uh, it's cool to see and talk to people about what's happening or and they've got little ones like myself I've got a grandson who's a year old so we have something in common you know I've gotten a farther enough, far enough away from that with my kids being old that I had forgotten about uh, you know with my kids being grown I'd forgotten completely about uh, what 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 it's like to have a little one and now I'm refreshed so we're kind of in the same well, I boat. like seeing you know you guys post <laughs> a little bit on your Sundays I think oh, Sundays yeah. that you guys kind of have your day and i always love seeing that you guys are getting to spend oh, thanks, great time man. and it's awesome yeah it's, we're having a great time and it's i tell you the kids really give you a license to play they really do and that's one of the things i forgot about as my kids got into their teenage years because they don't want to hang out with you when they're that old you know right they wanted to go hang out with their friends or you know do sports or you know be involved in a club or something but when they're that young to be able to say hey you want to play matchbox cars for an hour and i'm like do i heck yeah i do that sounds right. fantastic right now so it's a it's a maybe a third childhood for me. You're probably going through your I, second right man, now. Man, I'm I'm putting blo- <laughs> I'm, we're building like uh, you got, we got like little forts we're building with boxes, you know, boxes, <laughs> and he wants to put things together and he wants to do music and he's got all kinds of things that he, he's playing with the basketball now. He wants to get chalk. I feel so bad as the weather. I mean, it's really been horrible because he wants to get out and be outside and oh yeah you know there's been a few days but it's been pretty tough to really let him just go do what he wants to do outside and i you hate it because you want him to be able to go run and do all oh, that right. so yeah spring is coming that's right it is it is so yeah you know so i, I yeah i just feel like we've got a lot of change happening uh things are maybe not on the schedule we thought and uh you know i'm i'm looking at the world right now matt i mean look at if you look what's happening, it's. I thought that, you know, we got through COVID almost mm-hmm. to some extent. Uh, not that it's gone, but I felt like we were in a good place. And then you see what's happening with China. And it's, you know, you got most. There's several factories completely shut down. I read yesterday that, you know, Foxconn, who does most of all of Apple's right. uh, iPhones, they're at sixty percent. Uh, so there, you can see that there's, uh, there's definitely. Uh, we are not out of the woods yet, yeah. and and there's clearly a uh, a message being sent, and not sure, you know. Hopefully, this is short term. Uh, you know, you look at transportation's not gotten any easier or better. Nope. Um, so production production issues, transportation issues, shipping, all that nightmare has has not gotten much uh, better at all. Not even not anywhere nearly predictable. No, no. And you look at the, you know, we're seriously in the middle of a recession. You know, we've got. Uh, you know, inflation's at the highest it's been in what two decades? I think I, you know, I was just reading, and so it's you know, uh, we, we got a little bit of uh, we have some headwind. Um, I don't think it's long-term headwind with what what I'm looking at, what I'm reading, what I'm conversations, but I'm definitely, you know, there's a bit of concern that you know the consumer uh, is concerned right now, and so for stuff you know that. Uh, we sell in, in the consumer space. I think that uh, it's it's just difficult times right now. I think people are going to be very careful, although there's more money in people's bank accounts than ever before. Uh, I do believe um, 
that there's just definitely some hesitation on pulling the trigger on maybe larger purchases. If you look what's happened the last two months, I mean, used car sales that were going out, I mean, just crazy have now definitely showed a a softening. If you look at home sales outside of a couple major markets, you're seeing a softening on home sales. You're seeing the interest rates are definitely impacting some of that. Inventory starting to go up at some of these places, whereas, you know, a couple of months ago, you couldn't find a used car or... Yeah, a house. If you were looking for a house, you know there may be four available in your uh, area. Who knows if they're going to fit what you need? So, and I think that's an interesting comment that you made about that because I think that a couple of things. The first three things that you started with were local problems that were specific to us, right? Or not that having a baby is a problem, but it's a change. That's right. Um, but the other stuff that we just talked about, that's an international problem that's affecting everyone. And I think the approach to those two different things, how you handle your business internally and get organized and how you deal with stuff outside, both of them require a positive attitude and to look for the opportunities to be able to get to yourself into a position, but also to be able to, to be in a position of where when something does go down that we can't get product or we can't make something happen or whatever, that we're, we're in a solid position. We're not in a position of where the whole thing could fold over a week's delay of something, you know? And yeah. I think part of that's because the company is so diversified. We're in so many so many regions and so many areas. But yeah, those, those uh, obstacles come uh, very acute about personal life or about your job or about whatever, about your organization. And then there are these global ones that are just um, everybody's dealing with. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, I guess I thought at this point it would be, uh, you know, you think you went through this almost like call it like two years of hell due to the just what's happened, being in a pandemic and seeing so many unfortunate uh, things happen, although there was there was good things out of it, too. I think a lot of us got to reflect. A lot of us got to change maybe some things that we needed to change. And so I'm not saying it was all bad, but you kind of were ready for whatever was going to open up and be the new norm mm-hmm. to be the new norm. And what we're seeing right now is there's a bit of a headwind in that new norm. And uh, hopefully uh, it's a short term. You know, everything I'm reading showing that 23 is is looking like whatever new norm is going to be is we should be in a better spot. But who knows? I think a lot of people are saying 22 is looking better a year and a half ago, you know. And in, and in uh, 21, we didn't have any idea what Russia was going to do in Ukraine. We had no idea what was happening on the global stage. Uh, so there's all of that as well on top of all this. So, yeah, I think you the, you got to navigate it a little bit um, with a positive attitude, but also looking for the opportunities and the places to carve out sort of your niche where you want to be and where you want to operate and, and to shore that up to make sure that that's as stable as possible. That's As you get a a little older, you start to, to understand that, um, you know, very rarely is anything uh, the level of drama that uh, that we bring to it, right? Because everything passes eventually, um, right. but I but some of it is for concern, and you got to p- uh, position yourself to be able to ride a wave when it comes in like that, yeah. And I think you know, the good thing is you've been here 30 years, and uh, I've I've fortunately been here for you know 16 years at this point, and We've seen a lot. Yep. You know, I know it was our first real pandemic to live through, but we've been through recessions together. We've been through a lot of things. So oh, I think yeah. the good news is, is you know, we, we understand uh, what we're facing. Um, you know, a little bit of it's going to be three-dimensional chess because, to your point, it's coming from so many different factors. Uh, and being a good partner. You yeah. know, being a good partner with the partners out there. And, you know, there's customers out there that are, uh, you know, struggling more than others, and we got to make sure that we're mindful of that. And these are great people that have been with us, and we got to find ways to hopefully help them uh, continue to 
to drive success and and be a be a good voice and and uh, be a good ear and yeah. uh, you know we're we're meeting we're having you know the thing that I'm kind of excited about I was talking about over the weekend is I finally have these trips coming where I've scheduled meetings and uh, my whole thing is I'm not going to go to a meeting unless it's going to be a meaningful meeting you right. know I think there was you know prior to pandemic unfortunately you find yourself doing a lot of backslapping meetings and that's there's definitely there's nothing against that. I'm sure a lot of people like to do that, but I want to go somewhere where it's going to be a meaningful and we're going to get something accomplished. And so bring something to the people that are at right. the meeting. That's right. And I, I don't need to go on wasteful trips or just backslap trips. Let's go on trips that are going to really mean something at the end of the day. And so, uh, you know, you plan for that differently. I think you, you're, you're really, um, you know, setting the table for, for the future and building a roadmap of success. And I think that's what I'm, there's several getting ready to come up starting the end of this month. And then mm-hmm. I've got several in May and uh, I'm looking forward to getting out in the, out in the field and, and getting in front of people and, and, Just and building the, that roadmap, yes. you know, see and, what the rest of the world is like out in these spaces. Yeah. All we have are metrics to, you know, until you're actually in the space, you know, or, you know, we did a little uh, site visit last week down to uh, Louisville to check out uh, some hotels for an event we're working on right now. And it was it was good for my soul to be in another city that was approximately the size of, of Indianapolis where we are. But just to see how those guys are dealing with it, what's coming back. What's never coming back, you know those those kinds of sure. things, and uh, you see society change. Little mom and pop shops are popping up all over the places that don't have such a big overhead or such a big infrastructure to support. And I think uh, people who are looking for those kinds of opportunities, you may have a business that pulled out. For example, a Starbucks pulled out of your local block because it wasn't profitable for them, and a mom and pop coffee shop move in there, and they're just fine. So I saw a lot of that in uh, when I was traveling down through South to Arkansas saw and then also to Louisville over the uh, last week I saw a lot of mom and pops popping up and people just kind of rolling up their sleeves and saying I'm pulling out of the corporate environment and I'm gonna just put out my shingle and see uh, see if I can make a go of this so that's a big change and a, a way that I think people have dealt with uh, obstacles in the past yeah now you're right I mean heck, it was like the what was it it was uh, you know everybody was a big resignation for like oh, a right. certain amount of time and yes. now it's become like what I'm seeing is there's two things happen there's one that Finally, companies are coming to grips. Let's keep our employees here. Let's make the space better. Let's make it's not all about money, which is interesting. And most people are like, "Well, if I got to pay more." Well, you know what? Maybe if your space and the things you're providing are, uh, you know, nicer and allows them to to be in a safer work environment or whatnot, you're you'll keep them. And yep. so I'm watching investment in how people are dealing with the space that they have to work in, and you know, being flexible on the work schedule and how. You can get your work done, right? Uh, as well as this entrepreneurial spirit of people that are finally like, you know, maybe I'm just going to go do this, and you're seeing that. You're seeing it in a big way, and uh, you know, I, I I think it's great that people there's people out there doing it. I got some friends that have done that, and I, you know, it's it's interesting to watch. So there's really it went from this year long of the big resignation to now it's. Okay, there's companies that have realized they need to invest in different things sure. to keep employees. And there's also then there's this other side of this entrepreneurial spirit where they're just going to go build their own and, yeah. and uh, maybe do something they've always thought of. And uh, so it's just interesting, these, these different shifts right now. And, um, you know, I applaud. I applaud companies trying to make it better. I applaud uh, people trying to go make it on their own. Yeah. Um, you know, those are big risks. It's risk on all sides because it's an investment you got to make uh, to to better the space and better the environment. And then it's an investment to 
you're, you're putting it on the line. I think it's interesting right now. Yeah. I think that it's went from that whole resign for more money to go to this. I think people have realized over the last year, year and a half, maybe the grass isn't always greener. Maybe this isn't what I thought. Why did I really leave? Was it all about the money? I think they've started in their mind, and now there's this shift to yep. these other things that are more important to them. Yeah, I think there's a lot of conversation that happens around, especially between families, about you know quality of life versus you know we have the the um, sort of the d- dependence on o- an organization that provides that provides things like healthcare and insurance and a safe place to be and all those kinds of things, and you also have to let that go as well if you're going to go out on your own, you know. To me, it's one of those things where um, I don't know if you ever did this, but when I was in college, one of the things that I thought to myself was, you know, when I get out of college, how much money do I actually have to make to survive? What What's the sure. minimum amount that I would have to make to be able to feed myself and have a place to live and all of that? And I think people are starting to decide some of that stuff, much like when people have um, a, a child and one of the parents stays home for childcare. When when I go back to work, is all my, my check going to go to childcare? And I think there's there's those decisions or if you're going out on your own and say now suddenly I don't have to maintain a office wardrobe I don't have to maintain a a commute or any of that kind of stuff so there's pluses and minuses your standard of living may be lower but you may not need as much so people have to judge that kind of stuff my own personal preference is I enjoy working in in the corporate situation because there's a constant influx of new people there's a constant um, sort of a a structure or an architecture built around us so if if I need something I can make a requisition. I don't have to go and buy it and spend my own money for that. Or, you know, having had my own business in the past, that's what, you know, that's the way it is. Everything comes out of pocket if you're a sole proprietor. Right. And here it's, we have what we need to, to, to execute. And if we don't, we make a request for it and someone else approves it or, or doesn't. So I love that structure part of it sure. because to me that provides really a network for me to be able to say, I can get my job done. If you're on your own doing that, and I understand there are pluses and minuses to that as well, but if you're on your own doing that, you got to build your own structure and your own support system and your own network. Some people are very good at doing that. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, it's funny because I think that's what makes us all awesome is there's everyone has their own what, what makes them tick, what makes them feel comfortable. Sure. Um, you know, and I, it's funny, my wife, uh, you know, she has talked a lot about maybe just pulling back and be with the boys, but there's this side of her that for 15 years she's been selling in, and running this catering so you know, can sales she, business, can right? can she pull back like that? So yeah. I really, you know, before we had Griff and I really was challenging her, well, why do you got to quit? Why can't you just change it a bit? Like, why not? Why not try to do it more on your terms where you're able to be with the boys, but also provide uh, what you're great at, and that's selling, uh, you know, your event space and your catering business, um, and maybe just change it as more of a consultant deal where they don't—they're not expecting you to your point be there where you need to be. Yep, yep. But you're able to keep touching the ball, which is clearly a desire you have. And why just why does it have to be one or the other? And we had this long. And I go look you. you she tells you know would tell everyone she wants to you know do that with it. And I go, I don't think she really wants to just because there's that there's that little burning desire in there where she wanted to still be in it. But oh sure. So you know she she's gonna con- continue to consult and sell. And it's funny I was meeting with a buddy the other day and I think his wife's going through a lot of the same. You go you know you go to go through all the schooling and you get all these things done and you know, it's tough to give it up. You know yeah. and you got but you want your kids you want to be there. So you know finding a medium you know a, a middle ground on 
keeping your brain doing this on that. I'm a, I got an entrepreneurial spirit, and um, I'm always trying to figure out what 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 the next move is, what we got to do next. And you know, I think the interesting thing with our CEO and where he's going is. Um, I think we're not done building. I think PAC, there's a reason that we were building this monster, and I think there's a reason that we're going to really start putting this thing into gear. And I, I'm excited. In two months, we're going to have a sales meeting. And yeah. uh, I think one of my favorite things to do with you is is plan and get creative and think about how to how to make it bigger and to give the image of what we're building and watching that consumed by others after yeah you know weeks and months of planning and preparing i think there's no more gratifying uh feeling than watching it go into full effect and watching people respond from what we put out there and i'm i'm excited it's going to be interesting talking about obstacles <laughs> uh we have two months matt and yeah. we've we haven't sat down and had our first meeting we, we've we've chit-chatted and with me and matt i don't think it takes a whole lot of time but it's a it's a bit shorter time window. We We've probably never need done to it get that a, short. We've never done it this short. But I'm I'm confident. I'm, I am too. I'm yeah. confident. I'm excited about where we're going. You know, we got to <laughs> probably get to save the date out by the end of the week. But you know, I think that it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be very impactful. I like that where it's. I'm going to call it on. Uh, you know, I I think that it's it's going to almost be on holy ground. It's going to be on this amazing, you know, down there where you were. I mean, you're talking about where Louisville, where, yeah. bur- where bourbon, uh, you know, has really became bourbon, where the horse started, racing yeah. the start became, of the bourbon trail. Yeah, you know, all real right horse there. racing. I mean, there's so <laughs> many starts and you're, you know, we're bringing a, a speaker company, electronics company that have 75 years of just that spirit in them. And I think that you combine all that, put it in a blender. And holy shit, man, we're going to have something crazy to, to, to see and witness and be it's, a part of. And I think that's a really great thing because it's something for people to aspire to. But also at the end of the at the end of the event, having marching orders, again, goes back to that corporate structure to know a clear plan of, you know, from management of where we're going, where we're headed. Then that's my litmus test. Everything I do measures up against that. And if it's not towards the goal, then why are we doing it? Right. You right. Know, you start, no, you're exactly right. Yeah. And to, to me, you know, I told Paul this. I'm like, this is a chance for the CEO, Paul and Pat. You know, he spoke last year. I thought he did a fantastic speech. Yeah. So, you know, those guys can get in. We, we, put a, we put an environment for them to be able to, to speak and let them know what's happening. And I think people will be very excited to see and hear kind of the plan uh, mm-hmm. where this is going. And um, and then we, and then our job, let's go motivate them. Let's, my job is to go motivate the team, yep. to get to rally the troops, um, to let them know that there is all these things happening around us. To your point, there's the local issues that we can control, mm-hmm. and then there's the there's these international and worldwide and everything else that we we can't control for the most part. And we got to make the most of it, and we got to have fun doing it. We always got to remember that you know my my whole thing is like. We are un- luckily. I'm not a brain surgeon. I, I you know, that's <laughs> same here. I, and thank God that there is because we need them. Yeah. But we're not here saving lives. I mean, in some sense, we are because I will tell you, having a one month year old at the house and putting music on yes. during yeah. the witching hour, which those of you who have had a kid knows what a witching hour is, and watching them just the music, just like just soothe the soul. It's comforting. Is yeah. unbelievable to me. And I mean, I'm you. You name it. 
you know, he, he if it's not the Eagles or Pink Floyd, it's it's uh, you know we we've got I've had Miles Davis mm-hmm. on, Louis Armstrong <laughs> on. I've introduced him to Keb Mo. I'm inter- I mean, awesome. It, it, he is hearing the full gamut and. Uh, you know, Big Head Todd and the Monsters was on the other night. I was, I was singing bittersweet to him. So I'm, I'm, uh, music is a part of the house. And I got to tell you, I, I do think that it saves lives. I do think I do that what we do, in a sense, as funny as I always say, we're not brain surgeon on it. Well, I'll tell you what, I think we do do something to the brain that no one else does. You're absolutely right. I mean, just think about it. Music convinces people to consider getting married. Music people uh, convinces people to fall in love with somebody or to, like you said, comfort you. It can get you pumped up and excited about it. You know, anybody who's made a, a, a list of the songs that saved their life in high school, you know, that's uh, when you're going through all of those emotions and all of that drama that uh, is mostly internal. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, oh, yeah, yeah, music is a huge part, part of that. Oh. And then also being able to reflect back into that. I think that's a, you know, I've just talking today, uh, we've got a, a big fan of, uh, of the, the Klipsch brand that is in Austin, Texas, and the guy owns one of the largest clubs in, in Austin. Oh, really? Tons of music going through there. If you've, uh, you're really looking for any artist coming through Austin, they're probably coming to his club, um, but he wants to put in a vinyl bar, and he reached out to us today and said, you know what, I want to use the speakers that are going to get me as close to the original recording as possible. And so wow. we had a big conversation about that. So in Austin, you're going to have a, a place to go to, uh, especially maybe during CODA, the F1 race there or whatever. You'll have wow. a, a nice little place to, to hang out with some, uh, some people that have found that music does save lives. I'll tell you what, before the pandemic, one of my Austin, Texas is one of my favorite places. And every year, and actually since uh, so I've been with Casey 10 years, I, I've been going prior to that, and then when start dating her, I took her. Uh, we've been going to the Awesome Food and Wine Festival for a long time, for a decade. And we stay now, I mean, the last seven years, I think, we stayed at the Van Zant Hotel right on, Rainy, <laughs> right on Rainy Street. Awesome. And we would do the whole Rainy Street crawl. And <laughs> uh, just, I, I love, I mean, there's not a better food scene, music scene, maybe in the country than, I mean, I love Nashville, but I got to tell you, Austin yes. is rivaling what's happening in Nashville, no and, doubt. And it's like everyone there suddenly took a chill pill. Like, it's just so laid back. It's uh, I had recently uh, made made that trip to Hawaii I was telling you about, and I was shocked at how laid back everyone there was. Yeah, so we need to get to that. So you were, yeah. did you make the walk to the volcano? Did you did you do the we, hike? Did we you? did. We did the hike out to the volcano. Um, you know, what... It's never what you think it's going to be. It's always different. And uh, Hawaii, you told me that it was a, a majestic place and that it would be like unlike anywhere else. All of that was true. It exceeded my expectations completely because, number one, the, the, the local population's integration and harmony with the environment. You wake up, you chop something off of a tree and eat it. It was fantastic. I loved all the little shops, the mom and pop places, being able to walk around. The volcano was amazing, just being able to get to the edge of it. And apparently they had had an an eruption eight years ago. So the the place that you were talking about that you had been, um, one of the lookout place, is closed now. It's all eroded. You can't even get to there anymore. It's off to the side. Um, But my wife had a really interesting observation. And she said, uh, you know, one of the problems that they have on that island is what to do with old dead vehicles when a vehicle dies because you 
you'd have to have a boat to get it off of the vehicle. Sure. What most people are doing is driving it out into the jungle and just letting the jungle reclaim it. We saw hundreds of cars that were just overcome by the jungle and the, the vines and everything. And uh, my wife, Holly, was like, well, they have an active volcano. Why aren't they just shoving all this in the volcano? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they should shove something else in that volcano besides virgins. I mean, that's what <laughs> That's, that's what funny. That's what they're putting in there. She was like, "Yeah, they've got you know their own trash compactor right here. Why not just chuck the cars no in the volcano?" Kidding. Right now, environmentally, that's probably horrible. But uh, <laughs> I love the idea of, of well, you know, if you've got an obstacle, you've right. got, also got a volcano. Right. That's funny. <laughs> so the weather was perfect. Like you're, you're just... oh man, it was so perfect. It was so great. We uh we did a little bit of whale watching. Went out on the boat. Did you get to see a whale? Well, on the boat we didn't. But once we got back, we went down to the beach. And we saw five whales from the beach. Isn't so, that funny? You go out on this whole thing to go do it. Then we you go just right back chasing to the beach. them all day long, and everybody's tired and you know a little crabby because we didn't see any whales. And then we go to the beach right afterwards, and we see a bunch of them. One of them breached probably I don't know a hundred yards from us, just right out of the water. Massive <sighs> whale. Um, we did that, and then one night we went. Uh, we did the <clears throat> the paddle boarding. In in the dark with the sunset going down, but and you said they were see through. <clears throat> they're see through with wow. lights on the bottom. So you're going over the reef and you're seeing the parrotfish and the manta rays and everything. Did you see them? Living. We saw so many cool things. It was just it was so neat to be out there. And so, once in a while, a uh, fish would just jump on and land on your board, and you have to scoot them off. Oh wow! We just love people being out there. But yeah, it, it was peaceful. It was relaxing. I didn't think about anything else but just for you, you man. that that mental balance of soaking up sunshine. Trying Trying to eat healthy, trying to get back on a, a plan of getting the, the right amount of exercise, not too much food every day. And uh, I don't even think we turned uh, a screen on all week long. We just, wow. no TV, no news, no anything. Good for you guys. That's awesome. Totally Talk about relaxing. It. Yeah, oh man. I was researching whales the other day. So whales, and I didn't realize this, so whales were land animals prior. Really? And they had four feet and four legs. And they evolved to move they into the ocean? They evolved into the ocean, right? And so and then I found out, so the whales have the largest heart of any of any animal. They had the largest five foot by five feet. Wow. Um, and so I was like, I was like, I was reading about, because I kept telling someone, I said, you got as big of a heart as a whale. And I was like, well, should I say that? Is that like, is that? Is that so real? This person had a yeah. real big heart. So then I researched all that. I find out all these other things about <laughs> whales, you know. And uh, so then I sent the guy, sent, sent back. Oh, I was right. You have, You're absolutely you have, right. You have, you have big a heart as well. By the way, I told him like all the you know, but uh, man, what a hell of a trip! Um, it was fantastic. I, I haven't been there in almost ten years now. It's been a long time. I'd love to get back out there. Maybe we do a sales meet out there or something. That would be it. Would be awesome. a great spot for a it. Sales would be a great meet. spot. Now the Big Island. What I noticed was that you know, for the most part, it reminded me a lot of Australia in that all of the civilizations on around the outside of the island, there's an outback. Through the volcanoes, two volcanoes, and if you want to go across that, we took that road at one point. Nothing but mountains of goats. You know, you're just right. You're just going goats on the side of the road, and you're just going trying to get to the not even a gas station in the middle of that. Um, but it, I, I found it to be very interesting. All of the little pockets of stuff. One of the things that we noticed while we were driving around the island was in the '50s they built so many theaters on the big island in Hawaii. There were like all of these, like here you'd have like the Rivoli or the Vogue or, okay. or any of those kinds of things. Um, 
and they're all now um, boarded up and and out of business. But we saw I don't know maybe twenty of these majestic theaters wow. um, all around the island. And I thought somebody should go through there and really start a theater chain and get it going because you know how often you know those guys they're 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 uh, a complete island. So in order to get movies there, they need to have to do digital or have somebody f- you know fly or ship the movies to them. Sure. So uh, could be interesting. But uh, you know the movie theater business I think could could stand a little bit of help on the on the big island of Hawaii. They've got the buildings already there. It's really cool. It's funny, you, you know, you're talking about theater business. I was just on a call and you know, we do Regal Cinemas, which is, you know, sure. we do all, all their stuff and you know, we've got, you know, Flix Brew Houses and we got all these things. And it for, you know, knock on wood, and I got one wood <laughs> desk right here in the studio. Um there's a bit of a resurgence. There's people going back to the theaters, thank God. Yep. And uh, there's a moment where I thought Netflix and Apple and all of them are going to own it all and everyone's done. But you know what? People still, it's the experience of going, yep. getting the popcorn, getting the drinks, getting the this, the that's, getting the seat. Uh, there's just something that will never replace that. You know, and it's good to see that now we're putting, they're, they're changing out some theaters. They're wanting to put oh, better yeah. equipment in. Upgrade. We're seeing orders starting to come back in the theaters. So speaking of that, maybe we should be telling them they need to go to the Big Island. And yeah. there's a few spots open that they should be looking they at. They should be checking that out because those guys need a Dolby Atmos experience on the Big Island. You can't find it right now. And, and I would agree with you on the on the theater stuff. You know, uh, movies to me has always been a place where you gave yourself permission to turn off your phone for two hours. I'm not even going to look at it. And it also gives you permission to eat a big old bowl of popcorn oh, yeah. continuously. Oh, yeah. Like, what other food do we eat like that? We just no. shove it in for hours. No, you're exactly right. <laughs> it's, and we love it. I mean, me and yeah. my wife, we love, we get popcorn. I'm not going to lie, maybe a, a little candy as yeah, well. You got to yeah. pick out whatever looks good. And probably a big pop, you know, probably yeah. shouldn't be doing all that. But in a movie, you can do it all. You're yep. like, it's like, you know, it's, you're forgiven. You you're know, totally this forgiven. Is, you it's get permission. to do whatever you want. And that's your two hours. And so uh, it's funny. I mean, we we actually went on Valentine's Day. I said, what do you want to do? She goes, I want to go to a movie. We went to a movie in two years. Wow. And I go, well, then let's go to a movie. So what did you guys did. go see? Uh, Matt, I don't know that I want to go into the okay. movie that I had to go <laughs> I see. Understand. Hey, you know what? what? I will say this. Uh, J-Lo was in the movie. <laughs> And uh, it was a chick flick. Entertaining. I had popcorn. Yeah. I had candy. I had the big pop. Yeah, nobody Everybody you for two hours. Everybody listened to me. Yeah. It was it was wonderful. And you know, J Lo, I like J Lo. Sure. Nothing wrong with her. Nothing wrong with her. Uh, I'm trying to think what the name of it is now, but it was it was one of her love stories, and uh, it was uh, it was and it was packed. Oh, really? It was there wow. wasn't a seat to be had, and I was like, huh, Good. interesting. So it didn't really matter what was out. People love that experience. They really do. I I remember one time, you know, uh, now while we're on the subject of movies and popcorn, I I had visited the island of Malta. I went to Malta, which is a very strange place. But I was there for two weeks, and it was just a little vacation. I was trying to go somewhere that... Not a lot of people had gone before. You, you got me. I've never heard anyone else tell me this. It was crazy. Um, well, in the island of Malta, all the cities are uh, walled cities. They're like that whole medieval walled city thing. So it really? looks very much like Lord of the Rings. To me, it did. You know, um, some Sounds of those places. Cool, really. But they have one theater on the island of Malta. And when I was there, because I was there for two weeks, uh, they said, we're going to show Lord of the Rings. All of them. We're going to show them all in a row. And we're showing the extended edition, four hours each. So you bought a ticket for t- 
12 hours of movie. Now, the only thing the concession stand had was popcorn and Coke and all that kind of stuff. So the first movie, I ate through an entire bucket of popcorn and a large Coke or whatever. By the second movie, I'm looking for a salad or something. <laughs> I'm like, where? Can, how can I be healthy with this? But by the end of it, no no human is designed to watch 12 hours worth of movies. At the end of it, it was exhausting. I think I fell asleep at the, at the, oh, at the no. last movie. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's I, I talked, you know, everyone's... What show are you watching now, right? Yes. It's like everybody's like, what show are you watching now? And it's it's easy to binge. Like, it is easy. Oh, but man. luckily, it's like 30 to 45, maybe an hour. But it's you easy You might get to, three of them in one night. Man, it's easy to <laughs> binge, especially when you have a kid and you're kind of up and you're like up yep. and you don't know where the hell you are. You're... Hey, find a new show, you know. Oh, so, my God. What are you watching? What are well, you guys watching? Well, I, I, you know, there's a couple shows. One of them I think everyone will appreciate that I'm just started. And then, you know, Matt Schuler, who runs sales for me, and Murray Huppen, who runs uh, One Call, they're big Bachelor, Bachelorette fans. Oh. We don't need to go through if that's right, wrong, or indifferent <laughs> for those two mature men and happily married men to <laughs> Uh, talk about, but they uh, they started telling me about this uh, show called uh, The Ultimatum. Hmm. I haven't heard of that one. Okay, so uh, there's this this Love Is Blind show where mm-hmm. basically they've done a spinoff, and now basically people that either the man or the woman could be at a point in their relationship where it's time to pick either you're getting married to me or we're done. So they've <laughs> they've got me on watching that show right now, and wow. I got to tell you. Uh, I never thought it would be a show I would like. It's very interesting. I mean, I'll just say that. I, I'm, it's very interesting. And I recommend that if you want to watch, um, you know, some raunchy drama uh, <laughs> that is pretty funny. And uh, it's it's entertaining to me. It's entertaining. But then I've also uh, just started watching Super Pumped, mm. which is about Uber. Yep. Um, yep. And I just, I've just started that. And, I'm in, and then I want to get into, there's the new... Uh, is it the called WeChat or We? We? Uh, it's on Apple. I'm getting ready to oh, start. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't started that. So one I'm yet. getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to start that. So <laughs> you got I got a, lot, a couple. You I got a lot. A, you're going a lot of plates Matt, on I sticks. Gotta, I, I, but you got to keep it going. I mean, you got a you got a one one month year old, and it's she's feeding him all day, oh, all yeah. and I'm getting the I'll do like the eight o'clock feeding, and then she's but then I'm helping in the middle. You're back of this. on. You gotta, yeah. You got to find some shows that are a little maybe. You don't want to be as interested in like the ultimatum, but then you find yourself very interested in oh, what's going to happen to him. So, uh, and that doesn't surprise me that that show appeals to you because at the end of the day, that's a high pressure situation about decisions, and it, you live that all day long about high pressure decisions. So it, there's got to be some some let's see how they handle this kind Matt, of thing. It's interesting. I mean, it is so funny and interesting, but it's funny what's out today. Like you see all these guys competing, the Netflixes and the Apples and the. Uh, you oh, know yeah. the Hulu's now, and it's it's a full. And then I'm, most people I know they're like, "Well, did you watch this?" I'm like, "Well, I just got Netflix and I, I got Apple yeah. because of my phone or whatever." And they're like, uh, "No, no, you got to get on Hulu." I'm like, "So yeah. do you have all?" Yeah, I have all. And I go, "Well, weren't you trying to cut the cord and right, save money?" Right. And then they're like, "Or just no, pick we're one." Spend- 
we're spending this much money. I'm like, oh, okay. So $300 cable bill. This isn't a cut the cord, <laughs> save money. This is just. What you could do like my dad does. He picks one of those services every month and watches everything and then sw- turns it <laughs> off and goes to the next one. We've been watching a couple of things I want to throw out there. I think one of them you would really, well, two of them you really, really enjoy. Um, uh, of course, we've been watching Netflix Drive to Survive oh, um, yeah. with with all the F1 stuff because we are a sponsor yes. of the McLaren F1 it's team. It's very good. And I'm shocked how often. And you see our logo on that show. I am shocked. It's um, awesome. It's a it's an amazing amazing way for uh, for us to get some branding out there. But two shows. Um, we are late to the game on Yellowstone. But, oh, oh how my good gosh! Is that? What a great show Kevin that Costner. is. We are binging the heck out of that show. Probably three episodes a night. That's a damn good show. Oh, it's really good. And then the other thing is the Apple TV show Severance. Oh, uh, is that unbelievable? Have you been watching that, Adam Scott? Un. What a concept. Oh. <laughs> it just gets better. I'm like, talk oh about straight. Like, who would ever came up with this? Yeah. Exactly. Thought of a show, and they just—it's unbelievable. Yeah, I <laughs> highly recommend checking out that show. And basically, the, the the concept behind it is your work life and your home life is severed, and the two don't have any memories of each other. And it, it was from people—they, you know—they inst- inst- instituted this on the show for people who had either problems adjusting or didn't want to deal with their uh, their work life, or maybe you want to separate work and home for whatever reason it is. But just I, I want that to become a completely different person, and then all of Talk about obstacles, all the problems that come out of that. And That's then, pretty unbelievable. It really is. It's crazy. I can't believe what's going on with that. To a point about the obstacles I wanted to bring up that I thought was really interesting, and I always tend to look to you to for the positivity side of stuff, for the, the other side of, of the coin. But it's interesting because when we were talking about some of the obstacles that we're going through now as a company or even as employees, one of the things that appealed to me greatly uh, was the idea of two sides of that coin. Because when you said, uh, f- for example, um, more people want our products now than ever before, they do. Right, there's a huge demand for our products. On yes. the flip side of that, we have trouble getting stuff made because of of shipping and factories and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like there's two sides to all of this. It's almost like a backhanded compliment. Sometimes you guys are doing better than you ever have, and you sold more than you ever have. However, <laughs> right, it's it's the stuff we need we can't get, and there's you know stuff that we have unfortunately is not the things that everyone wants. We got to figure out as I tell the team and I tell the customers who maybe. A little over inventory on some stuff, but they want the stuff that, that is coming in. All right. <laughs> you know, we got to sell it all. And so then, you, you know, to your point, Matt, I mean, uh, it's amazing what's happened to the business. I look at, you know, I, I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but what's going on in Hope, Arkansas is tremendous. I mean, the, the demand we're seeing out of high-end two-channel audio, I don't know that there's ever been a time in, in, in life where – this many people are are really engaging in, and spending uh, for two channel systems yeah. uh, in general. It's because our heritage products is truly made for two channel setups. So these are most for, for the most part. Some of them aren't as large, but they're large speakers that you put on a you know on a on an amplification and and you're running two channel systems in your home to listen to music. You're yep. not, this isn't home theater. This is. I want to put maybe a vinyl record player on this, and I'm playing vinyl, and I'm listening to music, and maybe some tube amps, maybe with some it. tube yeah. amps with it, and you are powering speakers just truly to listen to music and nothing else, and to see to see what's happening there is remarkable, and um, yeah, you know, for sure, it's 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 awesome to see, and and we got high end electronics now with. 
uh, Esoteric and with the oh, yeah. Accio brands of Integra and uh, the products that we build that we're just trying to chase right now. And, um, you know, it's it's not easy, but in the same time, is it's, it's, it's also exciting to see uh, that there's this surgence of people, and I don't know where they're coming up with this, but... Uh, it's not. We thought maybe it was a year long. Maybe it was an eighteen month period. No, it's growing. It's, it's, it's growing at a yeah. rapid speed, and uh, I think that just goes to show you that people invested back in their home. They invested back into what do I want my years that I have left to be about, and what do I want to do in those years? And yeah, I want to go on vacation still, but I spent two years not vacationing, and I've realized that I enjoy a system to just listen to music that draws me, again, or I believe we do save lives, that draws me in and allows me to experience uh, what I want to experience and what I want to live over again and what I want to think about, where I want my mind to go. And I I think it's not stopping, and we're seeing that. And. Yeah, especially the the, the 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 bespoke part of it. I'm making this pair of speakers for you. Yeah. And no two are alike because they all have their own individual uh, veneers and finishes and they match each other. Yeah, the they grain. don't match anything. Just that concept of having of calling up and ordering something that someone is making for you that will be delivered to your house or to your dealer and they'll install it or however you want to do it. Um, but that idea, it's like when you order a custom-made car and you just wait on it and you watch it, you know, you wait in a few days it's going to be delivered and and it's, a, it's the color I picked, and it's the got the stereo system in it that I want, and all that stuff. I think people are thinking more and more about that as opposed to mass just buying and consuming as much as you can. There's also a, a really good environmental story about that because those speakers are going to last 50 years. You know, yeah, it, you're not. It's just not consumable electronics. You're right, man. It's funny how the world and, and definitely this generation has been such a just in time, and I got to have it today, and I got to have it now. But then you watch this whole. I don't care if it takes eight weeks. Yeah. I don't care if it takes 12 weeks. Am I getting what I want? Yeah. And I think that it's interesting to watch. And I'm even seeing it with cars now. Yeah. And you look at, like, what's going on there. And I know that one of my guys uh, had been – two of my guys just waited for a Bronco for almost two years. Yeah. And they still waited. And they waited. And they just picked them up. And they are so happy about it. But they waited. They didn't care. They wanted what they wanted. And I look at this the same way as it may take eight weeks to get your pair of Cornwalls or your pair of Los Cows, but – by God, I don't care. I don't need to go on Amazon and click a right. button to have them shipped tomorrow. I want them just like And they're made for this. you. Yeah. And that's, there's something interesting going on with this huge demand of how fast can I get it to you? i got to get it to you in two hours. Can I get it to you in an mm-hmm. hour? i got to get to you next. You know, and it's, it's, there's a bit of a shift on some of the consumer that is saying, I want it the way I want it made for me. And you're watching furniture, although it's delayed like we've never seen. Yep. That's the furniture they want, so they're waiting, and they're not, yes, are they upset? Would they like it quicker? But there's something to that that's interesting right now that we're watching that's so different than this whole push on how fast can I get that to Yeah, and people willing to swim upstream price points to have something that's made just for them or to have something that's made a little bit better. And I I think to a certain degree, if you're the kind of person that likes bragging rights, you want to say, I I waited for a while for this. I ordered what I want. They made that specifically for me and sent it over. You know, we had this conversation, my wife and I do all the time, about clothes. And 
you can buy a $15 jacket or a $10 shirt um, and wear it for a season if you want. Sure. Um, when we were, there was a period about 10 years ago where we were doing a lot of hiking. We were probably trying to hike at least two solid weekends a month, get out and really do some some good out in nature kind of stuff. It was a great way for us to, I don't know, just, just to kind of commune with nature. And we started buying clothes, hiking boots and shoes. And, you know, there were a couple of stores we went to and I'm like, how much does this stuff cost? It's outrageous. And our conversation was always, well, you just want to buy it once, though, don't you? You really do want to buy this once. So we spent some money at that store. Sure. I'm not going to name the store. But we spent some money <laughs> at the store. And 10 years later, I've still got all that stuff. It's still in style, still, you know, hiking pants, hiking boots, snow pants, all that. still all in style. And none of it is threadbare. But there's shirts I got last year that I wore just through the summer that, right. you know, you pay five bucks for or ten bucks for or whatever. You know, concert tees are good at that. You know, you right. $20 concert tee and it's threadbare in a couple of days. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that people are willing to spend a little bit more money for, for something that's for them, for something that gives them a story to tell and something that they consider to be a little bit above what everybody else has just from a um, pride standpoint. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's something to, I think all of us have a, a a bit of an ego, and yeah. so you you think through some of your purchases differently than others, right? And uh, you know, every year for the salesman, like I like to get a new suit, just because you know it's a new suit. It's yeah. like a fresh start. We're, we're Makes doing you feel our, good. Yeah. So I I think there's something to that. There's just and you want it to be made for you and styled for you and uh, you know kind of a little pampering or a little bit you know to do a little something nice for yourself. You know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You know, and I've got to talk to you. If you've got a lead on where to where to go look for suits or a person, uh, my son is getting married in June, in the first week of June, and uh, as wow. father of the groom, I've I got to represent. I'm, I'm going to help my brother out. I would 100%. To, yeah, I'd love to have a, a, a lead on where to find a cool suit. I haven't bought a suit in years. I mean, you know, we have a casual workplace, and so outside of, uh, you know, important meetings and stuff, I'm just wearing older suits sure, that I have before. Sure. I'd like to get something a little new, a little, a little, a little fun, fresh. little summers. It needs yeah, to have some taste to summers. A little pizzazz to it somewhere. I like it. All yeah. right. Awesome. Something so to think about. this is first week of June? The first week of June. They're getting married on the 7th. Awesome. Yeah, two weeks oh, before man. our uh, our sales meeting. That is. So I'm you're gonna, gonna have. I'm gonna be riding a, high. You're gonna be like June is gonna be one of the greatest months in the history of Matt Summers. Exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. I can't man. wait. I'm looking forward to it. Well, this is great. I've I've really enjoyed this. You know, always talking with you makes me, as much as there are these obstacles and all these thoughts in your mind, I think sometimes talking it out. Yeah. Yeah. And having some fun and and telling some stories. Uh, I think there's nothing we can't get through, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's the positivity, and that's what we got to be thinking about. And uh, I'm excited about this meeting. We're, we're getting ready to host. And, you know, I think that's people need to do these things, create excitement, uh, regardless of how rough and tough and the, uh, the, the environment is around us. Right. I think bring that positivity, positivity to it. Be that ray of sunshine. Show them the way. Sometimes people, they need lead. Everyone needs lead. Yeah. And how you lead them is so important. And you can get caught up in, oh, my God, China's doing this and Russia's this oh, and this sure. and that. And yeah. unfortunately, uh, you know, we didn't talk a lot about it. And it's horrible what's happening over in Ukraine. And our prayers are definitely with, with everyone over there. We actually have an employee uh, that's from Ukraine. And I've got one of my closest friends who's in my wedding uh, is from Ukraine. And to listen and to hear what their family members and stuff are going through is just, just it, horrible. It's, it's horrible. And 
Uh, I, there is some really amazing things happening and uh, watching people come together. If you look what's going on in Poland and you look what's going right. on and what people are doing in Germany, people bringing these people in, it's amazing the humanity that is really out there and, and, and big time in the world right now. The the kitchens that are showing up, these world kitchens coming in. Yep. I saw, I saw yeah. feeding, feeding 4 million people in the last month from this one kitchen. It was just some of the stories are, are, are truly remarkable, but unfortunately such horrible times. And uh, we all just kind of pray that that ends very soon. Yeah, that's um, a really good point to put on the obstacle conversation is perspective. Because yeah. some things that seem like, you know, challenges to us. Uh, there are people out there that don't have homes and have no idea where their kids are going to bed tonight and looking for food. A lot of them. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there is a bringing a little bit of perspective to that as well. That's what's going on in the world. There are people, my mom always says, you know, there's always somebody worse off. That's right. So you so be as positive true. as you can be. Those words are never been more true than, and it's, it's, you know, so yeah, I think that as much as things are rough and tough and complicated and yeah, we're in the middle of a recession and inflation's horrible and all those things that we're dealing with, that everyone, by the way, is, is dealing with, um, you know, I think our goal over the next two months and what kind of as we're on these podcasts, try to bring you up to date on where we're at with it, you know, it'll be fun. There'll be an, it'll, it'll definitely be an obstacle over the next two months to get there, but I'm very confident on it. So I can't wait till the next podcast when we can do it. Maybe probably do one before then as well, but the podcast after the sales meeting, when we get to tell everybody what, what was the entertainment, what was the surprise, oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Cause people, people wait for that all year long. Oh yeah. No, and I've, I've got big ideas. I can't wait to share with Matt and uh, do some first. There's always got to be first, you know? Oh, yeah. So I'm. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Well, we're to the point where we, we do our guest charity shout-out, and uh, it's funny, I'm, uh, you know, our office, I was telling you, to keep employees, maybe all you got to do is fix 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 your own backyard. And right now we're upstairs, uh, and they've literally cleaned out uh, where the sales office is. There's a second floor, and we've had customer service. We have a lot of people there, and uh, now we're like cleaning out. And we're bringing the marketing team up, and uh, they're up there working hard and cleaning up and doing some paint and some furniture and making it really nice and. One of the things they're doing is there, there's a lot of products that have been for samples or this or that, and there is a huge uh, there's a huge uh, kind of company I call it they're calling it a garage sale. Uh, <laughs> so all the employees, which is great, you get to buy some stuff in your home, put it in your home, put it in your family's home, and uh, so that's happening right now. And uh, and uh, Matt, you want to talk about the guest charity shout out? Yeah, for? absolutely. The uh, it's the American Heart Association, and you can get to the American Heart Association by going to heart.org. What a URL. They got the great URL. Um, but those guys have been uh, saving lives for over 75 years. So the American Heart Association, everybody knows who they are and a little bit about what they do. Um, there's some stuff with prevention. Uh, they do a lot with education. Uh, they do a lot in uh, schools and in hospitals. Uh, they do also do a lot with um, prevention from a saving standpoint. Uh, they, they donate money uh, to the right uh, research to try to uh, prevent heart disease and try to find uh, solutions to heart disease and cures. Um, so if you are interested in, in donating, I'd recommend you go to uh, heart.org and uh, check out what the American Heart Association does. They're in the business of saving lives as opposed to us, which are in the business of uh, maybe enhancing lives. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I think is most, I, I want to say, I didn't read through all of this map, but I want to say like over 80% of the diagnosis of a heart uh, complications. It is 
they, they can as long as they catch you a certain time it is yes. absolutely uh, you, they can save your life and so absolutely it's, uh, it's definitely a, a worthy cause and they've done a great work and you know that's uh, definitely something to give your money to. An interesting fact is before the American Heart Association even started their research and uh, and their business, um, uh, when you were diagnosed with um, with heart disease, there was nothing anyone could do for you. They didn't understand what caused heart disease and and really how to treat it. So their mission has has saved so many lives. Now there's ways to treat it. That's great. That's great. So uh, if you got it, please give the American Heart Association a great cause, great organization. Thank you again, Matt. It's been uh, awesome. Love spending time with you. Yeah, of course, man. I always love this. Uh, You can check out all of our podcast episodes on Spotify, the Apple Store, and anywhere quality podcasts are found. You've been listening to Closers Over Coffee. I'm Tommy Jacobs.